Hey, what's up, you all? It's your girl, Quan, and welcome back to the Popcorn Podcast. Again, I have another special guest. Go ahead and say your name. Twizzy. Hey, man, what is up? I'm so happy to finally have you on this episode. Okay, so you need to go ahead and tell the people who you are, exactly what you do, because we need to go ahead and get right into this. Go ahead and jump into this. Twizzy Twitch, I am a rapper, a songwriter, the best artist on the way. So, I did, as you know, let's do a little background. I met you at school. Yep. Yeah, we went to the valley, as we would say. I met him during school, and I mean, I, I don't think we met at a party. Did we meet at a party? Nah, you met me at a party. I met you before that. Yeah, I think, he, yeah, I met him at a party. Well, I wasn't really social, but I was social. I am, I think I'm pretty social, but. You remember how we met? You just dropped your, uh, you was walking, you was a freshman, you was walking to class, you, you were wearing a sweater and you dropped it. And then you kept walking and I saw you drop it and I just picked it up and I ran to you and I gave it to you. Dang, I don't remember that. Dang, you remember when I was a freshman? Your second day of school was with you like that. Oh <laughs> man, that's crazy. He remembers me when I was freshman. He remembers when I was like young coin. That's crazy. Oh man, my freshman year. Man, the Valley used to be lit back in the days, man. Yeah, yeah, that was good time. Good time. So, how did you exactly start rapping? Like, this was this something like a hobby, or this is something you started when you was in school, like when you was down there in Fort Valley? Uh, no, I did it when I was in high school. I never told about it except people around the high school because um, I used to battle for money. And uh, that's how we like, uh, I helped pay some of my mom's rent and stuff like that with the money that we had got. So I just kept getting better at it. So that's just how I got as good as I am. So you was really hungry for this, basically? Yeah, but what, what was crazy, I was just doing it for like the money that was coming in. I didn't think it was like a career at all back then. Okay, so I know you said that you were just doing it for the money coming in. So exactly, um, what happened in the mix of that? Because you did go to school. Yeah. Yeah, so I went to school. So um, I was I'm from LA. My dad had got like sick when, was, uh, when I was in high school, and he was like, "Yo, you gotta." I kept getting in trouble. I went to jail a few times. He was like, "Yo, you gotta get out of LA." So I didn't know where to go. So I just started applying everywhere, and then I just picked Georgia, and I didn't know anything about Georgia. Like <laughs> all this was like, the same thing. That's so, crazy. Like, I was just like, "All right, make it." I make it. I just picked the city. And that's ended up before Valley. <laughs> that's crazy. You go from LA to Macon to be exact. I would think like you would pick Georgia State. You know. I didn't know anything about Atlanta at all. So that's I don't know how far Macon was from Atlanta. <laughs> I went to LA like for my first time. I actually enjoyed it. Yeah, it's, it's really beautiful out there. Like I really, really enjoyed it. Like when I went, I feel like my dreams could came, like came true, like can come true. Um, that's talking my podcast actually. If you don't know. Okay. I went on a trip and I manifest my podcast. There you go. It really is. I went for five days. I was out there just traveling with like one of my sorority sisters. And when we was out there, we went to like the Hollywood Walk of Fame. I know that's kind of like uh, cliche. Nah, you gotta do something like that. You gotta, you gotta hit the Hollywood Walk of Fame up. You gotta hit. You gotta see Beverly Hills. You gotta maybe even drive through the hood once or twice. You know what I'm saying? Okay. You gotta do the typical tourist stuff. So you do what you're supposed to. I did the tourist stuff. I went through Beverly Hills, but Beverly Hills, the only thing about Beverly Hills was I didn't have the money that I wanted to go shopping. Yeah, because we went to, I think I'm pronouncing it right. Rodeo Drive or Rodeo Jail? It's it's spelled Rodeo. Rodeo. But Rodeo Drive, it was absolutely beautiful. 
It was absolutely beautiful. I did not go into any of the stores because I could not afford anything. I wasn't going to waste any of those people's time nor my time. Then I did go to the pier as well, too. I did see uh, Santa Monica Beach. It was very beautiful out there. Um, I did see one celebrity. Who um, you see? I think Nicole um, Murphy, Eddie Murphy, ex-wife. I think that's her name. She is doing she is beautiful. That's that's a beautiful lady. But enough of that. Enough of that. Um, I, I I just really like LA. LA is just like it's good meeting people from LA. So exactly, who inspired you to rap? Like you know, who your top three artists? That's easy. Inspired inspiration when I was younger. Eminem when I was like real 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 young and he was going crazy. Um, from there, um, I loved Little Wayne's punchlines when he started like rising rising. And then um, right now, J Cole. Those are some interesting inspirations right now. Yeah. We're gonna start with Eminem. What exactly inspires you about Eminem? Because like it's just he was. Can I cuss on this thing? Yeah, go ahead. Do your thing. <laughs> so he didn't give a fuck, right? So he's got that I don't give a fuck. But not not that not just that. The complexity of the way he bent words, it it seemed like genius to me. Okay. Like he he, he figures out how to run a computer with the microphone and he won't stop until that rhymes. And I wow. that was like, I was like, I gotta perfect that. So, yeah. So, okay, 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 I understand. But I don't know, I just never heard nobody say that Eminem was like that top. Like, that's just still, I mean, I only remember the movie 8 Mile, you know. I was actually in that movie 8 Mile. Really? The, uh, the big dude, that's uh, friend. Wait, that's just wait, wait, wait. I know exactly who you're talking about, but he's in a lot of more movies as well too. I know exactly who you're talking about. I don't know his name, but he was the um he was a he was the funny friend. Yeah, that's exactly. Wait, he got older. Wow. Yeah, I know. Like, shout out to Omar. Don't she don't need it. I'm sorry, man. I'm so sorry. I did not mean that, but I just remember seeing him in a lot of movies. Oh my gosh, like that's crazy. Small world. Wow. Yeah. That is crazy. No, seriously, that really is. So your next favorite artist is you said Lil Wayne. Inspiration. Like his punchlines. Reason why his punchlines, not the way he rhymes. Eminem got that like all the way down. Eminem is, I mean, Lil Wayne is literally the most cleverest guy. Yeah. Because the punch lines ever. Yeah. <laughs> I give it to him and 2 Chainz to be exact. Yeah, 2 Chainz um, is ridiculous too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, him and 2 Chainz. I looked at actually when I um, think about that because Lil Wayne, the first song that came to me in my head is A Millie. Yeah. I really <laughs> like that song. A Millie, A Millie, A Millie. I, I would have never thought about that. Okay, now Cole. Cole is hot right now. Yeah, yeah. So I actually work with his team a lot lately. Really? Yeah. Um, How is J. Cole's team? Oh I, it was crazy. I don't know J. Cole. But I know like Kaz, I know Mies, I know uh Bonds a few times, I know like a lot of his teammates and they're really they're good, they're cool. That is so good to hear. Like I, I I'm kinda jealous. You're making me kinda nervous in this interview. Because <laughs> you have so much knowledge and it's like when you you know, you meet people who are very knowledgeable exactly with their crafts and stuff like that. And this is something in your career as well. So like, do you, are do you plan on having your, like your own, you know, label? Lost Visionaries, let's oh. go. We on the way. Lost Visionaries, yeah, nah, dude. I got this nice artist. He's ridiculous, and what's crazy is he's no nothing like me. He's nothing like me, but uh, his style is it's it's crazy. I, I, just, I know he's gonna be big. The thing is, I just gotta get in my position so I can put him in his position. Okay, is he like a young dude? Like yeah, he's younger. 
Okay, like what is he like? Where's his tempo? Like he fast, slowly? Like what he on? Like Atlanta Wave? Yeah, he's on that Atlanta Young Wave. I'm kind of tired of Atlanta Wave right now. You know what? I give him, I give him like Post Maloneish type thing. Okay, I can deal with that. Yeah, but he's still young. But it's like Post Maloneish. Okay, I can deal with that. I can deal with that because right now, I know right now it's really hot. The city's hot right now. The city is on fire. It's really on fire, especially with Lil Baby. Lil Baby is really like, he got it on hot right now. Yeah, I mean, my favorite artist, everybody knows, as I will always say, is going to be Kevin Gates. Just, oh, yeah. I just love Kevin Gates. I got a funny story about Kevin Gates. If you want to hear <laughs> Go ahead, because you know I do. I know, yeah, you love Kevin. Okay, yep. so. I was at the Grammy party last year. Um, Y'all, he is expensive. I ended up showing there with uh, with PMB Rock, and so I walk in, I see I see Rock, and I walk up to him, I'm like, "What's up?" And Roddy was just starting; he didn't drop his album yet, so Roddy was right next to him. So I uh, dap Roddy up just because I seen Roddy around, uh, just confident for a few times. So yo, what's up? So that up. Nipsey went out there and performed, and Lauren was there with him. So they're doing this thing, and I met Nipsey a while. This is a funny story about Nipsey too. So I met Nipsey a while ago, right? But like, like long time ago, like before I even like got where I'm at now. And I remember when I met Nipsey, the first time he was at his store, and it was him and his brother, and I was just telling like, yo, I'm a rapper, man, I'm in college right now, I go to school in Georgia. And I was like, I'm coming, I'm like, <laughs> I was like, remember me, remember me. I'll be a rapper, man, when I come back. And they were doing a toy drive. He was like, all right, all right, bet. Fast forward, back at the Grammy party. Nipsey comes off stage, I did performance, and walks up to me, he daps up PMB Rock, he daps up Roddy, um, there's somebody else next to us. Oh, Gates. He didn't say that to Gates. Though. He did, but uh, he, Gates was there. But he dapped all these people. And then he walks up to me and he dapped me up. And he was like, uh, he dapped me up and I, and I held him. And I was like, I was like, you remember me? And then he was like, uh, we at the Grammy party now. So he, I was like, you remember me? And he was like, nah, you look familiar. You look from where? I was like, I was like, last year at the toy drive, I was like, DJ Head and all that. I was like, I told you I was going to come back. I was going to be a rapper. And he was like, oh, I do kind of remember that. Next time, give me more to remember. And I was like laughing. I was like, all right, bet, I got you. He had died like a month later. But I was like, oh, yeah, wow. I got you, I got you. But anyways, <laughs> it was funny because this guy walks up, right? He's a, he's a white man. He's like an old white man, like one of them old Jewish guys, right? And he, you can tell he's like big. We were at like Warner. This is like Warner Records party or whatever. Uh-huh. So you can tell he's like somebody that works for them. So he walks up to Gates. Gates is right next to him. And Gates is chilling there with drinking. So he walks up to Gates and he was like, hey, man. I really appreciate it. He's like, man, I, I love you. Uh, I love what you do, man. Blah, blah, blah. And Gates was like, hey, look here, brother. My name is Kevin. Okay? Kevin Gates. You approached me. You approached me as so. And he was like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, Want to say hi? <laughs> you know, oh, my God. <laughs> and I lost it. I thought that was the funniest thing ever. I can't believe that. No, but Gates has a sweet personality. I don't care what you guys say. He's an Aquarius. He's definitely he no, but he has that personality. You be like, wait, am I, am I like? Because when I actually met him, because yeah. everybody knows how I met him. If you, I had the biggest smile, Clay smile, because I finessed that meet and greet. I definitely did. So I finessed my meet and greet to see Kevin Gates. I didn't, ha I didn't have no ticket. And um, yeah, it was really, it was really nice. Shout out to the guys that helped us, you know, meet Kevin Gates. I really do appreciate that. Basically, what happened was I met him. And I need. I thought he was gonna be because sometimes you know, especially um, you know, he is um, what's that? Not Jewish. Um, he has Ramadan. Excuse me. He's Muslim. So basically, I thought he was gonna be kind of a little feisty. Sometimes he has a little feisty attitude, but actually, he was not. 
I was so happy that my favorite artist was not. That man gave me the biggest hug ever. He picked That's me hard. up. When I say I could not even, I couldn't even. Oh, I'm smiling now. I'm cheesing through. I'm cheesing right now. But we're not gonna, we're not gonna talk about Gates no more. That's all I want y'all, y'all here. I love Kevin Gates. Everybody knows that. We're just gonna go ahead and just get that out there. So right now, are you producing any music or anything yeah. right now? Yeah, yeah, that's all I do. I just, I've made so many songs that are not released. I made a lot of songs. Some, okay, so no one the radio station or anybody has heard any of this yet. Oh. I got a song with Roddy Rich. Um, I have songs with some people from Dreamville. Um, I've got a lot of songs with a lot of people that are notable, but I'm just not allowed to release a lot of songs yet. And on top of that, um, it's just not the right time because it would be a waste of time right now. Okay. Understandable. What I gotta say is, um, you said Dreamville, so the first person that came to my mind. <sighs> Wait, I just need you to do a song with one person. Yeah. No. Ari. Oh, Ari. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Tell me, cause wait, wait, wait. Is it bad? Cause no, I really no, love her. No, it's not bad at all. Okay. It, 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 it messed me up. So there was one time I was in the studio, and a lot of uh, Dreamville artists was there. And in the corner, in the on the top on the couch was Ari. Really? And I didn't. This is before Ari dropped anything, anything that I heard at least. So I didn't know how. Like before Shade Butter Baby, all that. So I'm looking at her. You know, Ari is not like a industry girl. And what I mean by that, she's not like a girl with a whole bunch of plastic surgery and makeup on, going crazy, not like that. So when I look at her, I'm just like, okay, she's just a girl in the studio, right? Mm-hmm. Like two months go by, Ari is the dopest singer ever like the best song I agree and I couldn't even like I was like oh my god we were just in the studio I should have spoke to her (laughs) I really love her I think her work is very it's it's quality work and if she ever listens to my podcast Art Linux I love you as well I need you to do a tour for me I can't come to Dreamville, um, the concert that y'all are having out there in South Carolina. I ain't gonna be able to make that. But I need my girl to go on tour because I need to see you. I need to see you. Atlanta needs to see you. But then definitely, I want you to do a song with her. I really that do. That would be amazing. I, I love her style. It's, I, it's amazing. It's dope. So I know you said you can't really speak upon this, you know, this new um, this new song that you have with Roddy Rich right now. Yeah, that, that was an accident. Okay, we we gonna skip that. Y'all didn't hear that. Just blend it out. Mm, watch that. That's fine. They can know I got one with them, but like it was an accident. I don't know when it's gonna be released. This dude named Simba. It's his song. He's releasing it. Shout out to Simba. Thanks for the call. Wait, what kind of? I've heard that name before. Yeah, Simba. He's an LA rapper. He's just a rapper from LA. I just he rolls with a lot of people from Big Boys Crew. You know that's why I roll with not too much. I've heard that name before though. I'm trying to figure out. Has he dropped something? Simba. Yeah, a lot of people know Simba. I personally don't know any of his names of his songs. She got me. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay. Nice. It's nice. No, because I know on the um that that's West Coast. So basically on West Coast right now, I really don't know any of the artists on the West Coast side. It's okay. I really don't. But they don't know a lot of artists here. But a lot of artists here, they're just big here. I know, like like someone like schooling. So like yeah. Like in LA, my schooling, like yeah, I got this. You know, I'm a little cool with schooling. I'm not like best friends with them. Mm-hmm. But I, like, I wanted to do a song. I was like, yeah, I want to do a song with this dude named Schooly. And I was like, oh, Schooly. You know, everybody laughed. Yeah. Everybody like, yeah, Schooly. But out there, nobody knows what's going on. But it's crazy. You know what's crazy? Um, when I went to LA again, I hate to go back on that topic. Uh, I did actually, I didn't hear any little baby there. No? No, I actually did not. You know what I heard a lot of? Um, 
YG, Nipsey, um, Chris Brown. Yeah, that's all I heard. <laughs> I really didn't hear anything. Of course, you know, like Sweetie, well, Sweetie. Um, I heard her. Um, a little bit of Megan. Just a tad bit of Megan. Not too much, but I was kind of shocked because I, oh, I didn't even hear no thug. No? No thug. Yeah. And I thought that was kind of crazy because I'm like, okay, young thug, but I feel like the South and um, like New York, like they, their music is the same. Okay. Cause it like, like migrates down. Yeah, you only been to New York twice. But go to New York. I'm not from New York, but I'm gonna say I'm from New York. Okay. Man, I'm telling you, New York is where it's at. I went there. It's definitely great food, fast paced. But if you're not rude, they don't go. They don't say excuse me. I'm a dick sometimes. No, they don't say excuse me. Like they walk behind you, they walk in front of you. You ever seen a car just like just cut you off? That's exactly how they do. You know what fucks fucks me up about New York? What? Like, you know how you see like people like uh, doing like traffic shit where they're like like yelling at each other, like going really hard. Yeah. Like you're disrespectful and shit, and they like go down, go about their ways. Like I can't see shit like that happening in LA. Like, like I can't see somebody hollering at somebody else on the street, and that's like normal. I think in LA it's more calm, cool, collected because you're you all are allowed to smoke marijuana. <laughs> y'all can smoke marijuana, and then oh, and another thing when I went there, it smells just like marijuana. Like it's I was like, yes. I kept telling people when I was there, I was like, I'm not a tourist. I live here. Like I didn't know whether or not if I wanted to live in LA or if I want to live in New York. Man, I LA it was just beautiful, but New York just gave me a fast-paced vibe because it's like I like to be fast. It's every it's something to do every single night, every hour. There is something to do in New York. Yeah, I can believe that. And it's like everyone migrates to Atlanta, so exactly. I know school brought you to it, like well to Macon in a sense. So like, how did you come up to Atlanta? Like, how did you get your name popping and relevant within the area that you were at? Um. Well, well, you know, it's crazy. It's, I used to, uh, dude I'm with his name is Frontline J. Shout out to Frontline J. Miles, real man. Um, he fights a lot, and I'll, every time he fought, I helped him. Wait, which mean? Like, fight, fight. Yeah, yeah, like someone tries and he's like, he's like, no question, he's going in, and I'm always there. Like I'm like, all right, fuck it, let's go. But um, like, so we became, we got like a name as like the the troublemakers. Like we walk the parties like ah, they need this walk. I, I knew that and I hated that. I hated the fuck out that shit. But Wait, that, that I can't believe you invited. Who's the Oh yeah, you you had to. Huh? I feel you with that. This is uh, this, I was younger though. I'm older now. Like, I'm not even on that shit anymore. But um, this was back then. So like, I I, I just got cool with a lot of like, girls that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know. It was weird. You know, you know, you know, you want to know how, like, I, like, when it started, like, really happening, and when it, um, shout out to Takiya, she's part of this fucking story, this is, like, a beautiful story, too. <laughs> My girl Takiya. This is the story of how I, and I even say made it, but how I'm where I'm at. Um, I was broke. I was really, really fucking broke. Um, so, I go to LA for the first time because, in a long time, because my dad, when I went to Atlanta, my dad drove me out here. Mm-hmm. Um, and he decided to stay out here too um, and say he was going to stay out here until I graduate. So I said, okay, cool. You okay? Um, I can edit. 
But yeah, um, so he said he's gonna stay out here till I graduated. So I was like, all right, okay, cool. Well, I like it, I felt like I didn't really have people in LA looking out for me, right? Except mm-hmm. for my mom and my brother. So in my head, there's no reason to go back to LA. Um, he got mad at me like closer to like my junior year. It was like, yo, you gotta go back home. You haven't been seen the family in like years. You gotta go back. I was like, I don't wanna go back. He was like, you gotta go back. But at this time, remember I told you my dad was starting to get sick. Mm-hmm. So he was like, you gotta go back. So I said, all right, I'll go. So I go and I have a good time. And I just started rapping. Like I just started like writing and started doing stuff, right? And uh, but nobody knew this except my little cousins at the time. Um, like as far as going to the studio and rapping, like not just in the street, but in the studio. So we go out there, we go to the studio, we go to some studio that uh, Bone Thugs and Harmony used to record at or something like that. Oh, greatness. Um, yeah, so I'm like, okay, cool. So I'm hyped. So we stayed there all night and uh, I was only gone for like a couple days. I'm with my cousins, I bring them to the studio, we just have good vibes, we made this song. I remember the song I wrote, it was called Legacy. I was like, uh, what's my legacy? How many people will remember me? I'll forever be that kid worried about his family. Mm-hmm. But whatever. Anyways, um, record what that. My dad calls me the next day and he says, uh, yo, what's up? I thought you were supposed to come back today. I was like, oh shoot, my fault. Yeah, my, um, we, we went to the studio last night. I'm gonna come, I have to schedule my flight, I'll come back tomorrow instead. He's like, okay, cool, I'll be at the airport. Uh, just let me know when you want. I said, okay, cool. Go to sleep, wake up the next morning, like at six or seven o'clock in the morning, Mongo comes in, um, and was like, yo, get up. I was like, oh, cool, I gotta catch the plane. He was like, no, 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 your dad just died. And I was like, nah, I was just on the phone with him. He was like, nah, your dad just died. So I was like, no, I, was, I promise you, I was just talking to him, he's good. No, he was dead. So I got to fight to catch in a second, because I, I, now I'm coming back to Atlanta. So I'm like, oh, shoot. So the brother's next to me, and he was like, um, I remember the ticket was too much. He was doing, he was like, he, 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 he felt like he had to come back too. So he was like, oh shoot, I gotta, I gotta come with you now. He's like, dad just died, I gotta come back with you. I was like, all right, so we get to the airport, try to buy a ticket at the counter, it's too much, they weren't fucking with us, we didn't have, I think the ticket was like $300 when we had, we came with both together, we was broke, so both together, we came with like 150 or some shit like that. Um, so he couldn't go. So then I get on the plane, I take off. Um, so I'm in the air, and everything in the world that could happen, uh, when someone dies, happened here. It's hilarious. A little uh, kid, uh, we, 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 we had a layover. A little kid, uh, Atlanta layover. A little kid runs up to his dad and was like, Daddy! And then he like, picked his son up. And I was like, Okay. Oh, no, I'm, no, I'm still stuck. Like, I was not expecting you to say that your father passed. Like, yeah, this is the story about, this is literally real life. Like, literally how it happened. It sounds like a movie. This is literally how it happened. That's what you're up to. But anyways, um, I, I, I'm on this plane and I'm writing this song and the song's called Pops. Shout out to Final Semester, it's on the album. I'm writing this song, it's called Pops, right? And I'm just describing everything that's going on around me. I'm writing it as I'm doing shit, right? And I'm kind of crying, but I'm trying to hold it back and I'm mad, so I'm trying to like hold it back, right? No. That type of shit. Uh, really see I'm, I'm on the plane, so I'm like, I can't go crazy with that, right? So, um, I'm in this plane, it's anxious as fuck. I got this, this ended up being a 10 hour flight because of the layover. So I'm on the plane all day from like the, like 7 or 8 a.m. to like midnight. That is crazy. <laughs> this whole time I'm just like, Wait, who you flying? I just died. I don't even remember. Um, probably somebody. Like, probably like Frontier. Okay, yeah, like, yeah, that, that's all right. But, um, I land, right? And I guess it didn't hit me. I'm sitting there waiting. 
And I was like, oh shit, I gotta, I gotta call a lift. I forgot. <laughs> My dad stopped picking me up. Oh. So I catch the lift. I go to his house because he's like, he didn't stay far from the airport. And um, there's caution tape all around. Whatever, right? So then I was like, all right, whatever. So I had, a, I got a key. So I get inside the house. I'm like, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta get his, I gotta get his car key so I can get the car and uh, drive back to Macon. So I get in the house. I get the car key, and I remember couldn't find the car key. And I uh, turned the lights on, and I see blood on the bed. And I, like, oh, no. and I turned the lights back off, <laughs> and I start looking for the key again. So then I get the key. So then I um. I get in the car and I turn the car on. It was a song, Al Green, uh, How Do You Mend a Broken Heart, uh, played. And I just broke down a little bit in the car. I was like, oh man, I'm by myself. Like nobody called me. It was late out here. You know what I'm saying? It was late. It was like two o'clock in the morning. So then I was like, I don't know what to do. So I was like, I don't even know nobody lives in Atlanta. I was like, let me, let me, let me call Takia. So I was like, yo, what's up? You what? She's like, hey, what's up, T? Yeah. I was like, what you doing? She's like, nothing. I was like, hey, you want to uh, get something to eat? She's like, yeah. I was like, okay, so we went and got something to eat, right? At the Waffle House, and she didn't know what was wrong because I didn't tell her. But then uh, we're sitting there at the Waffle House, and the Waffle House had a jukebox. And we are just eating or whatever. And uh, I got us like a Fort Local, so you know, because we got a Fort Local. Maybe a lime marina, I don't know. So we're sitting at the Waffle House eating our food, drinking. And she's like, You good? I was like, Yeah, I'm good, I'm good. She goes to the jukebox and she plays How Do You Mend a Broken Heart. <laughs> no. I said, my girl. So I was a little messed up, right? So she was like, I told her. And she was like, oh, she knew him too. So she was like, oh, man. So anyways, um, she got me through that moment. So then I do go back to Megan or whatever. Fast forward. Like a day or two go by, right? I called my job. And I was like, yo, I had to go to work. I was like, yo, um, I'm not going to be able to make it work. She tell the, the my manager was like, okay, it's cool. I was like, my dad just died, I can't make it. They was like, oh, I'm sorry about that. Okay, cool. So they hang up. He called me back like two seconds later. I was like, yo, we just looked at your time. I'm like, you know, you just wasted your vacation time when you went to LA. So you gotta choose. Like, uh, I ain't gonna say the name. She's like, uh, she's like, you gotta choose. And um, choose what? Hold on. You gotta take work, or um, or you only get three days of bereavement. I told them I had to go back to LA because he's we're from there. Yeah. And they're like, um, if you don't come back, it's gonna be considered job abandonment. I was like, I, I can't go, I can't do this right now. That's all right. So I hung up and that was it. So then I'm fired from my job, right? So then I'm ready to look low. So I get fired from my job, all right? So the next paycheck comes in and I end up paying like a random course. But anyways, the funeral passes, we did our thing. I come back, I got like a, uh, like a semester to finish. Or uh, a year left of school, but um, I remember we about to get evicted from the spot, me and uh, Jeremiah, Jeremiah stayed with me. So we're, we, uh, we're trying to like get our money up to like uh, pay the rent. I had this iPad and I was like, okay, cool. And it's, I, I'm gonna sell this iPad, I like put it on uh, like Lego or something. I like, I'm gonna sell this iPad, we're gonna put some money down on rent so they can let us stay here for a little bit longer. He's like, okay, bet. I was like, all right, cool. Jeremiah didn't tell me that while I was gone one day at funeral, he was driving my car and got a flat tire and shot at Jeremiah. And then screw the tire on it. So we drive, I'm driving, hit a pothole, oh, the tire falls, right? Oh. So then like I spin out of it's raining, so I spin out of control and like I fall down a ditch and I like I hit a tree like head on. Uh, my car was like really, really bad at the time. So I didn't have like any uh, seat belts or any um airbags. I never definitely didn't have no airbags and I didn't have any like you know the rubber on the steering wheel. So like my face like hit that and it hurt so bad I really hurt. 
but I'm like knocked out on it, right? And I just, I, I hear my phone, like my boy talking to my phone, because I was talking to the phone. And he was like, what was that? What was that? <laughs> he just heard a bunch of noise when I crashed. I was like, oh, that woke me up though. I was like, oh shit. So I picked the phone up, I crawled out the window, I get up, I crawled up the hill, and all these people were looking at me, and I was like, damn, it's going down. It got me. And then people didn't know what I was talking about. In my head, I'm like, so much is happening right now. <laughs> right? So This is not funny. <laughs> like, I'm literally like about to be in tears. No, like no, no, no. This, this is how this happened. This is literally what happened. So I um so the police show up at the scene, I get in the ambulance, um, I call my insurance company because they tell me to figure out what's your insurance company on it. So like, yo, can I get a policy? I'm like, okay. He's like, yo, just Mr. Miller, just let you know your policy lapsed. You don't have any um, insurance. Oh my gosh. Okay. I'm like, yeah, so my policy number, sir, is blah, say blah. I'm like, thank you, man. I'm like, hung up. I'm like, AG, I said, AG, get the hell out of here before I go to jail, nigga. Fuck this ambulance. I ain't got no insurance, nigga. They want to arrest me, nigga, when they find out. So I'm like, let's get the hell out of the scene. So I, I get off the scene. I go straight to AG house, I'm bloody. Like, I'm, my face is like bloody, I got blood all over the place. I don't even care. I have glass all in my nose, all over the place, right? Uh, Cause all the windows busted up. Um, I'm sitting on Trap's couch, AG's couch, and I'm laying there and I said, what the fuck? I was like, what's going on, man? When you're ready to get evicted out the house. I said, what is going on, dog? I don't know what's going on. I made this song a while ago called Real. Real, um, I guess started doing work in the streets and started getting its buzz. I didn't know this at the time because I was doing so much. I wasn't paying attention. Um, I'm sitting on Trap's couch right after this accident and my brother calls me, gives me this speech, same speech you guys hear on that song, Letter to You. Um, and then I get another call. People call me like, hey, what's up, man? Uh, we're looking for uh, some dude named Twizzy Twitch. Uh, we just heard a song named Real. Um, this is Liza Bluff from Capital. And I'm like, okay, whatever, I ain't got it. Right? So that dude called me back, he's like, hey man, um, this is Twisted Twitch, right? This is the dude with Liza Bluff, he's looking at my Instagram, I was like, yeah. He was like, yeah, like, he's like, look me up, man. And I looked him up, and he's like, yeah, I'm from Capital. He's like, yeah, but we like this. He's like, can you meet up with us? He's like, you from LA, right? I was like, yeah. Can you meet up with us on Friday? He's like, we want to um, do a meeting, we just want to talk, talk to you about the song. I was like, uh, okay. I'm like, yeah, I can be there. I'll be there Friday. He's like, okay. I hang up. Can't tell me God ain't real. <laughs> I get another call. Like 10 minutes later. Takia. She said, what's up, T? I said, what's up? She's like, no, what you doing? I was like, chilling. She's like, guess what? I was like, what? She's like, I'm finally about to see the West Coast. She's like, uh, my cousin graduating, so we about to drive across the country. I was like, oh, okay. I was like, can I go? She and I ride? She's like, yeah, my dad's taking care of us. You good. I said, oh, oh man, oh. Takia, if you oh, hear God. this podcast, girl, so I love sick. you. I love you. <laughs> I said, oh shit! So I was like, all right. I was like, I'm gonna make it. I was like, I was like, I'm gonna grab the cash Greyhound. She's like, all right, that's cool. You get the Greyhound. So she, I meet her at the Greyhound. Um, and I like, I get on Greyhound, make it, go to Atlanta. She picks me up, and we're gone. And I had like twenty dollars. I had like forty dollars in my name. Um, I gave her twenty dollars in gas, and that's all she asked me for the whole trip. She didn't even want to take that. But she, she was front. She was looking at me. She's like, "What the hell just happened to you?" Because at this point, I'm like, Fuck. "Yeah, I know you bleeding <laughs> yeah. and you got like scars. <laughs> you, did you get, ever get that glass out your nose?" Yeah, yeah. But she's like, "What the fuck happened to you?" And I was like, "Oh, I'm talking about that guy." What's funny is Takia, you was driving fast as shit. 
and I was traumatized, so I was scared. <laughs> she she might be a little Malibu. I, I was scared for twenty hours. Hey. <laughs> Hey, hey, don't do my girl's skill. Well, I want to start off by saying, you know, um, my condolences to your family, especially with your dad. Um, that, I was not expecting you to say this how that. Started. That's pretty much it. I didn't take the deal from Cap, but um, I met a lot of people in that meeting. Uh, things kept rolling. I met a lot of other people in L.A. I was in L.A. now this time, and I made some money, earned some money in L.A. to get back to school, and I even paid for college my last year at Fort Valley. I paid for that, um, all the rooms in the house that, I, that you saw me. Mm-hmm. That, that room, that, that, they house is really lit, y'all. Yeah, that's <laughs> Yeah, that was my last college party, too, yeah. <laughs> at their house. <laughs> they, y'all had so many parties there, yeah, the senior year. At this point, the word got out that I was, that I had the kid thing with Cap and my capital. I didn't even know that. Well, no, dang, I was never on this scene. Yeah, sorry, yeah, y'all. I became a turtle. Like, yeah. A bunch of stuff, like, started, like. I just became Twizzy the rapper. Man, that is crazy. Your entire story, especially like, you know, me even knowing Takia. Takia, shout out to you. Um, you know, that is definitely a real friend. That is a legit friend. Like, it's so crazy that all that happened. Because I know they say once life starts hitting you left and right, it's always something that's going to come over. You know, the the storm never stays long. Like, I always remember, it doesn't always rain. I mean, Forrest Gump said it rained for, you know, it rained, it rained for a month straight. It rained a little bit, big drops, all that. But it's not forever. And I know, like, that's just, like, your whole entire story, it just really broke me. Especially your situation with your dad, like, if y'all want to hear like this all play out, so I was like, uh, I was dealing with some court stuff at the time, so my phone was recording every phone call that came in, and I put a lot of those phone calls inside of the uh, album that I just dropped. And that's what this whole album is about. Okay, so saying that you dropped an album, man, you are putting me up on so much game right now, especially. I'm just like, I'm so amazed, like, you know, especially with your craft. Like, I have people come on here and, you know, everyone has their little niche. They're getting themselves together, but it's like, to me, I feel like you have everything it takes to go ahead and just, like, you're, you need, you like, it's your time. Like, your time is here, like. No, because it's like listening to your story, listening to how humble you are. You're so nice. You're so patient. Like, y'all, he asked to come on my show. Like, that that really, that made me feel really good inside. He did everything I asked him to do. He emailed me. He was patient with me. I had to reschedule so many times. I know this is above, you know, like, I'm just going over and beyond. But it's just, he is very humble. Like, it's just like, your time is coming. I always feel like God gives you stuff. But he wants to know if you're humble enough before he's giving he's giving it to you. So I feel as though you're very humble and your time is definitely coming. It's definitely coming. I'm dead serious. Y'all, like, I really do. I definitely do believe in you. And it's saying that, you know, I'm not really, everybody knows that I'm really, I listen to rap, but not like rap rap. Yeah. So, like, I definitely am, especially your album, especially I am going to check that out and make sure. Definitely a promoting, especially you're somebody from the Valley. I always support anything that comes out of Fort Valley because it is definitely hard to make it up out of there. Definitely. I'm about to reach 200,000 streams. You guys help me reach it. Go crazy. Man, that is crazy. Like, I'm just still shocked at your whole entire story. Like, I don't even want to wrap up this podcast because, like, I still want to talk to you so much. But, y'all, we're going to keep going because I just can't. Like, I just really, like, 
situation. This whole situation, like, since you, like, it, it really, like, if I wish I could have shown y'all my face, like, I was not expecting you to say half the stuff that you said. Like, I, I just had to know because I want people to know exactly who you are. And it, it just feels so authentic and real. And I know you do a lot of interviews with people, and you know, he's like, oh, because he made me feel comfortable in the beginning because I was kind of nervous interviewing him. I ain't never really <laughs> interviewed an artist. Yeah, yeah, that's all good. So it's like now, okay, I'll do off topic right quick. I know you said, um, you, you know, you do producing as well. You have um, people that are coming up in your label right now. So who are some producers that you look up to? Producers that I look up to? I look mm -hmm. up to me is because he makes it seem so simple. I got a, another producer, his name is Forever Beats. Um, he actually just went on the Jermaine Dupree Beats Challenge in Chicago, and I went with him. His ear is ridiculous, I love that. Um, a lot of the producers I'm talking about aren't even known. Um, That's fine, they're gonna be known. Candice Major, shout out Candice, I love Bliss. Bliss is ridiculous. Um, we're talking about industry producers. Um, dang it, I can't think of his name. 444 Jay-Z, who is that? that produced that wow that's the best producer to me in the game like, that's the best producer in the game the dude who made jay-z's 444 album i can't remember his name he's the biggest producer ever only producers i always know everybody <laughs> knows <laughs> i know 808 mafia uh i know metro booming london track oh yeah you know those yeah uh jay tobin um those are some people i know i just hear a lot of their work. no id that's his name no id one day, no ID, me and you are going to get in the lab and we're going to make history, I promise. No ID. If you could just come on my podcast, we can talk. <laughs> no ID. Get on my podcast. Man, come on on the podcast, man, because I mean, like, I started my stuff. No one knew who exactly who I was, who Popcorn was. I tried to do this so many times. I see so many people doing that. I see so many people trying to, you know, take pop podcasting to the next level. Yeah, but that's nothing. You know, if, you ever, if I'm ever around somebody, you see that. And I'll, if you see, like, I'm consistently cool with them and you want them on the show, you just got to tell me. Don't do it. Y'all hear this? Y'all hear this? It's crazy. Like, it's really crazy. Like, you see how humble he is? He's not closing his hands. He's actually opening his hands. And I do like that within our community because it's so hard for in the black community. A lot of people don't want to share knowledge. They don't want to share, like, the, the spotlight. Yeah, and, you're not, and you're not afraid to share the spotlight. You're like, look, I'm going to put you on. We're going to put you on. We're going to all fall in together like dominoes. <laughs> and we're going to make this happen. Yep. So... Go ahead, shout out to Instagram. Tell these people where they can follow you at. Any new projects, any new things that you have working on, go ahead and let them know. No, I just want you guys to follow um, Twizzy Twitch, T-W-I-Z-Z-Y, T-W-I-T-C-H, all one word. Um, that's on everything. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, your Facebook, all that. Um, final semester is out now. Um, I have a Grammy Award winning guy by the name of Garen on it as well. Um, it's my dog. You guys will listen to that. You guys can hear this whole story in detail there and in a beautiful melodic way. <laughs> Again, you all can follow him um, on social media as well as you can follow the Popcorn Podcast underscore page. You can go see any new highlights as well as what am I doing? What am I doing currently right now? I am super tired, but it's okay. Um, you can follow us on YouTube as well at Popcorn Podcast Vlog, where you can see my life and all the trips that I take. 
So you all again, thank yeah, you. Hey man, I try to be lit, you know, a little something like that. But again, you all, I do appreciate you for taking the time out of your day to speak with, well, listen to my podcast. And again, I cannot wait to see you all on the next episode. I'm so excited for these episodes, you all. <laughs>